Hello, 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 and welcome to another fascinating episode of What They Don't Tell You at the Hair Salon. It's me, your favorite homegirl and indie author, LaDosha Wright, with my favorite, favorite colleague, protege, Miss Cheddar Bay Biscuits. What's going on, Cheddar? Hey, LaDosha. Hey, everybody. Yes, it's just a lovely, lovely, her real name is Shalisa Washington. So how are you doing on the shelter in place? I'm doing good. So far, so good. So far, so good. So yes, yes, yes. So you, so um, everybody knows in case we did not share with you or you, this is your first time listening in, brother. Uh, we are doing our podcast from the state of Ohio who officially opens up. Our state reopens on Monday. I mean, I'm sorry, May 1st. I don't know what day that is, on May 1st. However, the hair salons and barbershops, we are not in the first round of businesses slated to open up. So because the quarantine, the shelter in place, the coronavirus, COVID-19, and now um, uh, the president suggesting that we, uh, questioning whether can we inject humans with Lysol and, uh, you know, bleach to kill the coronavirus. So now that we have all this stuff out here, <laughs> Cheddar, it was being sarcastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you said, said that again? I was being he I was being sarcastic like him. He said I was only being sarcastic. I wasn't oh. serious. Oh, he wasn't serious. Okay. So how are you feeling about um the hairstylist not being in the in the first round of people to go back to work? Honestly, I uh, I, I I I agree that we not be in the first round, honestly, to kind of give it an opportunity to see what what's going on and what's really going to happen. I saw um, the stylist in Georgia going back and it looked a little overwhelming. I understand why they needed to hurry and go back, but um, I personally, you know, for safety reasons, think, you know, they should have been like us and waited just to see how everything, you know, comes out. That what the federal, so the federal, of course, is um, Dr. Fauci, because the president kicked the who people to the curb, okay? Yeah, sure am. So he got rid of who because they believe that who is going to be inserting chips into people in the future and a host of other things. So um, who is out is out. And so according to Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks, um, these are our two head honchos. Um, and of course, I believe the CDC what they are suggesting for all states is that once you start to see the curve flatten so to our listeners now again this is the united states so i'm not quite sure what the flatten the curve means around in other parts of the world but here in america flatten the curve means to reduce the number of people that are overwhelming hospitals um, and, and of course, the people who work. So the less we um, uh, we have people coming in, then we can build an infrastructure in our medical system and medicines and PPE equipment and all this to kind of be dispersed throughout the population in a more organized fashion. When the curve is up, then people are all vying for space in the hospital, which doesn't only have so many beds, 
so much equipment. Uh, doctors can only work so many hours. There's only so much uh, PPE equipment. In addition, you have other professions that needs the PPE as well, like your prisons and your nursing homes, uh, you know, cleaning companies, restaurants. And then of course, you know, now you got your hair salon, so on and so forth. So if we flatten the curve, then we don't have this big rush, you know, that's coming into all these different places, different places, rather requiring all the same, you know, uh, equipment at the same time. So, um, and they're saying that if we can flatten it and hold it, and of course people aren't dying as much, right? Because they don't want the funeral homes and the morgues to be overwhelmed with uh, deceased people. So then they say we can begin to reopen because that will give the infrastructure of all these different places that may bleach and hospitals and you know, barbicide and gloves, it'll give them the opportunity to build up the surplus. So I agree with you that um, if we flatten the curve, now that's our definition here in America. So if we flatten the curve a little bit more here in the state of Ohio, then we should go back. And so supposedly the middle towards the end of May, then that, that number should begin to go lower so i'm going to keep watching and i believe you can go to the state's website is that correct cheddar yes okay so you can go to the state of ohio's website and uh and that'll get you closer versus going to the national to the federal uh website about this virus okay so um so and the information about flattening so there we have it so we got you guys everybody's up to snuff and where we're at and i agree with you um, I, I would like to wait, and I'm eating oatmeal for dinner for the third time, you know, this week. Why are you eating oatmeal? <laughs> because I don't have money for a lot of food. So I'm letting all the listeners know that, yeah, it's getting, the struggle is real. You know, um, I tried to make uh, Raymond noodles last week, and it, I failed miserably. So I'm eating oatmeal for dinner, which is okay, because I, I can go back for a couple of meals. But I'm just saying that to say that <laughs> I, at least I can eat oatmeal and be alive. Dead people don't eat oatmeal. So oh. I would rather I would rather eat oatmeal for dinner and be happy and doing a podcast than, you know, hurrying up to get back to work and then wondering, am I getting sick? Am I making people sick? So I agree with you. Um, so speaking of um, uh, not making people sick, we're going to be talking about myths about protein. Yes. And so protein, um, it doesn't make hair sick. Is that true? Does protein, is it bad for hair? No, it's actually good for hair because okay. it is hair. Protein is okay. hair, so it's All right. good. All right. Okay. So I'm going to play the instigator. Every time okay. I, I, I do a lot of um, go lives with other professionals, you know, I have on the, plat the social media platforms. So for example, on Mondays, I'm with Melanie Hickes Day doing a virtual hair care academy and she is out of Kentucky and the name of her business is called You've Got Curls. And then on Wednesdays, I am with Miss Sess. Um, Cecily Cook out of uh, North Carolina, and okay. we are doing Weave Wednesdays. And so now I'm here with you, Cheddar. With I love Cheddar's like my favorite. I, I want to admit, but Cheddar, <laughs> you're my favorite. So, uh, so I'm the instigator on all these platforms. I'm the travel starter. 
So okay. to all of you who are listening, y'all like, what trouble are you going to get y'all into? So here's the trouble I'm going to get y'all into. I'm going to instigate this. So I'm going to tell you what I heard about protein and myths. And you got to let me know, is this myth true or is this myth false? Okay? okay. Is this a real myth? Or like, LaDosha, that is like so fake news that, that no, this is the truth. Okay? So okay. is the myth, because some myths can be real, you know, like actually it's not a myth, it's actually the truth. And then some myths are like, no, that that's, that's crazy. All right. So here's what I heard through the grapevine about protein. So I heard that protein makes your hair hard and it breaks your hair off. Is that a myth? Is that true? That is a myth to a tiny standpoint. Okay, break it down. So protein being making your hair hard is because you did not do a balance with some form of conditioner to soften it. So yes, it will make the hair hard. Okay. And also, if you if it's not rinsed out properly either. Wow. Oh, okay. So you got but some all by itself. Of- no. No. Does not. All right. So so how how could leaving it in make the hair hard? Um, because if you don't if you don't rinse it out, depending on what types of proteins that you use, if you don't you know if you don't rinse it out, and also if you don't balance the hair properly, if you just if, if you don't put something in it to get the pH level back to where it needs to be. And and so how do you know, like what is, so they're listening and they're like, okay, what's this lady talking about? It's the cake okay. So what, what the French toast is balanced? Like, what are you talking about, Cheddar? So there's a pH scale from zero to 10 or zero to 14 on some. And mm-hmm. so what happens is if the, the protein, which is the cuticle, which is keratin, mm-hmm. it's already hard. So, depending on the the hair porosity and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. if the myth would be that it makes it hard all by itself. Okay. And that is not true. And and it also says that could be a protein overload, which again, that's a myth to me as well, if hair is protein, unless it's lacking it. So where's the balance in this though? The balance is a little bit of, from what I've, what I've been researching and also um, from what I've learned for the past two years, um, protein and conditioner, like a, like half and half. Okay. Not too much and not too little. And so how so so how do you use the protein in the balance? Like give our give our listeners like how are they using this? So tell them what they would do to balance this situation out. So you would get um you would take, you know, make sure, you know, the hair from exposure, um, environment, um, water, to make sure the hair is moist from inside and out. Mm-hmm. So by doing so, um, you would do some form of protein treatment to put it back because the cortex is now exposed because the cuticle has been removed from chemicals, um, believe it or not, shampooing too much. Okay. So all that goes back into um, needing to have protein. And, okay, pro- okay go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, like, come on. Yeah. Okay, so what I share um, with individuals when it comes to protein, because protein is already hair, if it's lacking, it'll be like, it'll be limp. So say for example, with a lot of people say too much protein, lotion will be a good example if the skin is doesn't need any lotion, it will just 
not absorbing, you'll wipe it off. Protein is the same thing. The cuticle is raised if it's present, if, you know, okay. if it's not exposed, you know, well, the cortex being, cortex being um, evident. Um, and then you will be able to apply the protein in the hair and then the cuticle will close. Okay. And so you're saying in that process, that's like a hardening, but to balance it out, you want to come behind your conditioner with a, a behind your protein treatment with the conditioner. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to get, understand what is balance out. Okay. So, so uh, what we're saying or what Cheddar is saying that the myth about protein making your hair hard, you know, it's kind of like, well, if you're not following the directions and you're not rinsing this stuff out, right? Um, and then you don't balance it out by following it up with the conditioner, then you're going to have um, the, that, that hardness onto the hair because your hair is a protein is already hard. And then you're adding a another protein on top and then that's going to affect the hair as well. And so to balance this out, you're going to come back through with a conditioner. Okay, so we got that. They like, all right, you you broke it down, challenge with <laughs> the very last compound. Okay, so here's another myth uh, that I hear about protein. And I hear this in the salon, so I'm, you know, we work together. So I, I hear this at my chair, I don't know if you hear it. So any customers listening, if this is you, here go. here's your chance, because I don't always get a chance to answer this behind the chair. Um, that proteins, the, the treatments and the products, they're just too dang on expensive. So are protein treatments and, you know, conditioners, protein, you know, conditioners with protein that's for your hair, um, they, they just cost too much money. Is that a myth? Are they, are they really expensive? Are they worth it? They're not expensive at all. They're very inexpensive, very, very affordable. Okay, so come on, a little bit more. Like we offer at our salon, we offer we offer protein automatic when you come to our salon. But if you want something a little bit more in depth for your hair, like in the winter months, we offer our clay mask from Why Not. And even that's not expensive. That's only like $10 extra. Mm-hmm. So, 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 but like, what if you're not in a salon? So we're talking about people who, like, they're in a salon, they don't want to pay, and you have people who don't come to hair salons, and they're listening to the podcast. These things are expensive, girl. So, Cheddar, so what What are the price ranges? Like, help them out. What are the I've costs? seen protein um, from anywhere from $5 to $40. So how do I know? How do they know which one is best? I know Apogee is inexpensive. Um, I've spent like two to three dollars for Apogee. Um, let me see, and that is a two-step process. Um, sometimes that you know some of their products are a two-step process. And also um, Satin Tame from Decca. Their products are, yeah, those are those can range from anywhere from ten to twelve to thirteen dollars. Um, for their everyday protein. And then, as you say, the Cadillac and Mercedes of the mall is also um, Philip Pelosi. That can be a little pricey, but it's definitely worth it. They're all worth it, but, you know, some have a little bit more instant effect than others. Okay. So you're saying that the cost of the, of the protein is the added cost to actually buying the product 
or getting the service at the hair salon, in your opinion, you believe that it's worth it because the protein actually works on hair and that the, the different price range, it doesn't really matter which one you buy. So whatever your budget is, so if you bought a $3 one or a $45 one, you're going to get some protection uh, to your hair with the protein as opposed to not using any protein at all. Correct. All right. Okay. So here's another myth that I heard. Um, (laughs) Men don't don't need protein. Like, I don't even know why I'm listening to this podcast. You know, this this stuff for some girls. This ain't for no brothers. You know, so uh, brothers don't need protein. So do men need protein? Men have hair, don't they? They they need protein, just like we so why, do. <laughs> so why do you think this is? Why are men not, you know, help us out? Why? I, think, I think when it comes to men, they tend to think they don't need as much as we do. And they they do, you know, they, they need to be pampered just like we do. They need to have their hair cared for just like we do. You know, even if the hair is short, if it's long, if they have locks, they need some form of protein for their hair too. They don't want hard hair. They don't want to touch your hard hair. They sure don't want to touch their own hard hair. <laughs> they want to have, you know, nice balanced hair too. Okay. All right. So men, she said that no matter what, guys, you need protein. Now, is there guy protein or is there girl protein or? I haven't seen guy protein. I just have seen <laughs> protein across the board. Okay, so protein is unisex. It doesn't. So, so if a so guys, don't worry um, if it's if there's a girl on the cover or not. You that it doesn't matter. It's just the way that they're marketing it. That's correct. That's correct. Definitely. Okay. All right. Okay. So now we got the myth that you know men don't need protein. Now here's one that I I, I would like to you know I, I really want to know um, uh, to see what you're going to say. Okay. Because so we have like now it's you know it's the pandemic and you know people you know our elderly people they 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 cannot come out they have to stay in and we you know we can't go to like my aunt is in a uh, assistant living. And so we cannot go and see her. We can drop stuff off, but we can't see her. So um, I heard that pro- elderly people need protein just like everybody else. But there are some elderly people who feel like they're too old and their hair is you know, too soft, so they don't need protein. But I have read a lot of information um, that, you know, they need protein. So to some, you know, it's a myth uh, or is it a fact? So what's your opinion? The myth is that, you know, um, you know, uh, pro- uh, elderly people, they need protein. Is that a myth or is that a true thing? Or is that, is that false? Or- I have never heard that before. I do know hair texture does change in some people, um, in the elderly. So I would think they have hair. They still need protein, just like we do. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. that myth, I, I hear, I've seen some people say, you know, uh, they 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 need it. They don't. They this. They that. So uh, so in reality, that's kind of like an oxymoron. It's like a little trick question. Okay. So they really, so they do need it. You know, they do need it. But right. uh, when you read stuff about elderly hair care, sometimes they will allude that, you know, um, that they need it. And then sometimes they allude that they don't. 
So, um, so again, uh, they do need it. So when you hear them saying, no, they don't, they do in all actuality, I agree that they need it and they will probably um, can benefit from it more because as you age, your hair in diameter, it becomes thinner. So that means you don't have as many protein layers. So when I do read those uh, suggestions that we make sure we use protein on elderly people, um, and elderly doesn't not always necessarily mean aging elderly, but um, like cancer can age hair, the medication mm -hmm. from cancer can age hair, certain illnesses can, you know, make hair thin and that will age hair. So aging hair is not just in chronological um, definition or meaning, but it is also in the hair itself that's being weathered and um, compromised as a result of physiological changes from like medications and, you know, um, just, you know, reactions or diseases. So with that being said, the hair, um, it, it, it changes uh, in as much that it's drier and it's softer. So protein would definitely, definitely, definitely work, okay? Um, so let's get another uh, just crazy thing that I've heard about protein. This is my last one as we get ready to, you know, just take a little bit more into the whole protein thing. So now um, I heard that the best protein for your hair. So you said, uh, you know, don't worry about the cost of something for everybody. Uh -huh. But I heard that, you know, you don't really need to buy any of that stuff that you guys, these ladies are talking about on this podcast. They don't know what they're talking about because all you have to do is crack an egg no. on top of your head. That's my last. I was saving that one for last. And I know a lot of people say, come on and get to the egg. Come on and get to the incredible edible egg. So it's, it's, it's a raw egg. Just take it and crack it on your head. No. Is that the best protein ever? It is not. And the it reason is being is because the molecules are too large and they okay, do not go. Oh, come on, break down. You're trying to get off fancy molecules. What, what you, come on, Chad. You're always trying to get what a molecule is right now in technical term. <laughs> okay. Do you okay, think about... So it let, okay, let's envision since we're, you know, we can't see each other. Your hair, aka your the keratin, cuticle, everything, it is it's it's laid it's laid down. Okay, shingles on a right. roof, it's laid down. So right. think about an egg. So we already know that the shingles on the roof, okay, so or or the um hair follicle itself. They're really, really tiny. They're they're tiny. I mean, the hair strand is really, really, really tiny. Right. So once, even if it's raised, it's still too tiny for a large, for the egg and the density of the egg itself to get in there and penetrate and do anything. That it. Okay. That's not. Yeah. It, that doesn't work. Dang. Maybe so you know, either, and neither does yogurt. Oh, it's, yeah, that's a, to eat it. No mayo, no right. mayo. You can eat it and it'll come inside out, you know, the water, all of that. But actually placing it on the head, no, it does not. All it does is coat, makes the hair heavy, and now you have a whole nother situation. Mm, mm, mm. You got a whole nother situation because <laughs> you can't put now. So what about if you like, you know, you put it in the blender and can you, can you, can you whip it up real nice and frothy and 
and and that'll take care of it. It's still too, it's it's too thick. It's too big. It's like um, what else can I think of? Um, hmm, that would be too big. Um, trying to. Okay, let's go here. Petroleum jelly on your skin in the hot summer. Okay. And All right, you want to put petroleum jelly on your skin and you want to go outside because you don't want to be ashy and you're going to start sweating because it never okay. absorbed. It's literally rolling. It's just laying on top of your skin. So that, that's, oh. a good, that's a good example. And so that's right. the egg and all that will do. It, it doesn't absorb. It's too it's too much. It's too big. Now everybody that listens to us talk about the egg and they're like, y'all crazy. Now we want to go in the kitchen and fry some eggs and boil some eggs and poach some eggs. But you can do whatever you want to do with an egg. Just don't put it on your head because in fact, now it will, you will get a response from the coolness of the egg because, you know, the water, the pH, you know, it'll constrict and make the hair tight. So that's what you're, that's the tightness you're feeling is from the actual cold, um, the cold egg. So water, the pH is like seven. I don't know what the pH is on the egg, but more than likely, you know, it's going to have some type of a coating, you know, uh, uh, but like she said, when you go to move that stuff off, it's going to be done. Once you put soap and water on it, the, 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 the protein that's in the yolk will not be absorbed by those little, through those little tiny microscopic layers. So what you're feeling on top of the hair from the egg is, is, uh, is very superficial mm-hmm. and it's only going to be as long as the egg is sitting there. But the minute you put the shampoo on it, then guess what? It washes it's away. Yeah. It's gone. So, okay. So we got the incredible edible egg broken down. Is there anything else that you want to add about the myths or just why you care about protein but so you know anything that that our listeners should know that I may have missed or you just want to say you want to reiterate something good about protein um I I just want to say that um first of all drink water because that's moisture and that all goes back to porosity because that, you know, and porosity is how your the the moisture is held in your hair and so if your protein and everything is balanced, is at least a seven, then your hair will be naturally moist. Water inside and your protein and everything will be balanced and you will be able to see and tell the difference. Pretty instant. Right. So guys, when she says moist, she's not meaning wet. She's talking about hydration. Mm -hmm. So when you drink water, you get the even uh, distribution with being replenished uh, from your body just eliminating waste. And so when you drink water, you get the hydration. Hydration basically translates into cellular communication that will go throughout your body to the various organs, which is what your hair is encased in, an organ called a follicle. So when you drink the water, you get the hydration, you know, to benefits, you know, to go to that part of your hair and it's when it's absorbed into your bloodstream it gets into the hair and now you get that vitality so again the moisture that she's speaking to is more about hydration not wet so we want to make sure that we're making 
we want to be clear that moisture doesn't mean like creamy, greasy, well, greasy moisture. And, yeah. No, yeah, we're talking about an internal uh, moisture because we like to clear that up because a lot of people, you know, that's why they put water. They don't like protein because they want to feel that that suppleness mm-hmm. and uh, that, like you said, that's not always good because you'll take off the good protein layers you want to balance. So at the beginning, she said you have to have balance with the hardening and the softening. If you have too much softening, then the hair, the outer layer will come off. If you leave that protein in the hair and it's not rinsed out properly, then it'll pop off. So you need to have balance. So again, um, like she said, drinking water, you're going to get that really good hydration. And that's what we mean by hydration is the internal mechanisms of what happens when you actually, you know, uh, drink water. Okay. So, um, so anything else that I, that I help balance that out pretty good? Um, when I, actually, I spoke to someone today, it's, um, pretty good that we're having this conversation and she shared with me that she doesn't drink water like she used to she said she's getting older she doesn't know why she doesn't even crave water but she said her hair is the evidence of being dry and not healthy because she knows she doesn't take water in like she should yeah water is um it's vital Mm-hmm. And I know we hear this a lot, you know, humans are 80%, 70% water. Yeah. You need to drink it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, that's true. Hello, <laughs> we're the ticker. All right, if you're listening to us out there, please drink water. Yeah. You know, um, when your body starts to not want something or want too much of something, you know what? You're off kilter. You know, if you're craving a lot of alcohol, something wrong. <laughs> You know, if you're craving just a whole lot of sugar, it's one of those organs that's saying, you know, something is off. And when you just stop eating something that's really, like you gotta have some salt. You don't want a lot of salt, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to deplete because these are vital minerals. Sodium in the right amount is good for you. Potassium in the right amount is good for you. Water Mm -hmm. in the right Mm -hmm. amount is good for you. So um, if you're going through something like that, you know, you know, talk to your physician, okay? Um, so is there anything else? We got a really good, um, we had some really good, <clears throat> you know, topics and uh, talks about myths about hair. We've broken down that it's for men, it's for women. Um, it, you know, it doesn't make your hair too hard. Uh, no, you can't put an egg on it. Um, <laughs> elderly people, they need protein too. So I think we got a good protein fix and you just wrapped it up with, you know, please drink water okay you guys you have to drink water and then also um the cost remember she said there's something in every budget be it leave-in or high-end but everybody male females you know everybody needs some protein in their hair to protect from the mechanical and environmental stressors mechanical like the curling arms and stuff stressors and and medicines and then of course you know fortifying is going to replace what we lose just like she said naturally from styling our hair okay so um you got a positive thought for us before we sign out any any word any positive thing you want to say just uh, stay encouraged stay positive speak you know good good things you know what you put out in the environment will come back so make sure that while we're all going through this that we are constantly thinking positive read something positive speak to positive people you know 
pray however you know however you pray when you pray you know just just be enlightful because you know I looked up the other day and we've made it this far and, and we're doing good so yeah I like that so she said you know stay prayerful speak speak it into existence you know Chatter is the first lady what's the name of your husband's church let's do a shameless plug what's the name of your husband's church? Mount Zion Baptist Church in Lorraine Ohio Dr. Rayshawn Washington Dr. Rayshawn Washington. So maybe we can get Dr. Rayshawn Washington because uh, now it's coming up, you know. Um, and as a matter of fact, our next topic that I have in our notes is um, how is sheltering in place um, this pandemic affecting us? You know, our hair, how's it affecting us? And I think right before um, the, the, the governor uh, is going to go ahead on and open up uh, so next Thursday is going to be the 29th. And so maybe you could plead with your husband if uh, he could get on the call, you know, and uh, we could have you and your husband and he, we could just, you know, I'll send him some questions and he could bring us into some prayer and some good words, um, you know, to pray for the city, to pray for all of us mm-hmm. as the, as the uh, governor begins to reopen i think that would be would be befitting so um so let so yeah so let us know um you know if he'll do it um so tell him i'll I'll cry if he doesn't (laughs) okay i'll ask him i'm sure i'm sure he wouldn't you know wouldn't mind all right okay so we're gonna have a very special podcast um we're gonna you know push this out to all of the parishioners and all of our family and friends. So next week, we, we just put it out here. Um, Dr. Uh, Rashawn uh, 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 Washington is going to bring us into good prayer next Thursday before the governor opens it up. And if, if he says no, then Cheddar, it's going to be on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that is our next topic. So so next week, you know, we're going to come back with what they don't tell you at the hair salon about how this is affecting you and what you can do to help, you know, you cope. And so we thank you guys so very much for your time and we appreciate your support. And you know what we say when we're always signing out, right? We talk about a whole lot of love, a whole lot of peace, and a whole lot of hair. And if you ain't got no hair, then rub what, Cheddar? Your little bald head. All right, guys. Thank you so very much. Have a wonderful, fabulous day. Stay safe.